Wow. Yeah. Okay. Well, I think it's a it's a love story. Aww. Hmm. My darling Ginny. It's from my grandparents in World War II. There's something like 800 letters here from 1942 to 1945. How romantic. It's really amazing. Will you read them to me? Of course I will. Welcome back to My Darling Ginny. This is David Ritchie, and I have a lot of letters to share today. When we left off last week, we were just finishing Thanksgiving, and it's snowing in Cincinnati and very warm and sunburned in Florida. I'm excited about the letters I have to share with you today, and I'd like to start with some excerpts from a few letters that give a little idea of some current events that were happening at the time in November of 1942, and also some things that just advance the story a little bit for Jimmy and Ginny. And then we'll get into a few longer letters, and we will conclude this episode with what has been my favorite letter so far, the red letter. Friday, 1 p.m., November 27th, 1942. My Jimmy. Before I go any further, honey, I'm afraid to have a bawling out to give to you that concerns money. Darling, you say you should be saving for our future. Our future depends on you being as happy as you can right now. Jimmy, I want you to see everything you can. I want you to buy everything you want. Don't think about it, darling, please. You are my Jimmy, and I'm living just for you. And darling, I won't be able to live if I know you are 1,200 miles away, afraid to spend any money knowing you want things. So, honey, you'll remember, won't you? You most probably won't need this $5, but it will make me the happiest war wife in the world if you spend it on a few things that you want. It's part of Mary Lou's money, and I don't need it or want it. Love, Ginny. Friday, 3 p.m., November 27th, 1942. Hi, you darling, sweet, handsome, lovable, big, burly, private James E. Crosby. I love you, Jimmy, more and more and more, and I miss you too, but this separation has made me feel closer to you than ever. Absence makes the heart grow fonder is really true in my case. Not that I didn't love you before, but I feel no one or nothing could ever take even a tiny atom of my love away from you. Good night, darling. Your Ginny. Monday, 2.30 p.m., November 30th, 1942. If you don't have time to read the newspaper, then I suppose you don't know about the terrible fire in the Coconut Grove nightclub in Boston. Darling, 478 people were burned to death. Someone threw a match in an artificial palm tree. Everyone became panicked, and the exits were blocked. It seems that war isn't the only thing that can kill hundreds of people at a time. The ointment which Dr. Spurdy discovered is being rushed to Boston. All drugstores around here are asked to take their supply to the nearest fire station to be sent to Boston. Good night, darling. Your Ginny. Saturday, November 28, 1942. Dear Pudgy, We went over to the personnel office this morning and had an interview. I filled out a form, and the fellow told me I would finish my basic training here, and then I would be called before the finance board, and if they approve it, I would go to finance school. He didn't know where that would be. My two buddies did the same thing, so I hope we will stay together. Your devoted husband, Jimmy. 
Monday, November 30th, 1942. To the girl of my dreams come true. We went to the Sheridan Theater last night and saw Jack Benny in George Washington Slept Here. It was really good, funny, and interesting. I sure did miss holding hands with you, though. Every once in a while, I found myself reaching, but it would be silly to hold a soldier's hand, wouldn't it? We sat downstairs for 25 cents. The regular price is 55 cents. Next week, they have The Road to Morocco. We are hoping to see that, too. Yours, Jimmy. Air Force Basic Training Center, Miami Beach Schools, Miami Beach, Florida, Friday, November 27, 1942. Hi, Mrs. Crosby. How's my sugar this morning? Here's the answers to your questions from yesterday's letters. Lights go out at 7 p.m., and if you want to write after that, you have to go in the closet or bathroom and turn the lights and stuff the door with paper so the Sarge can't see the light. They are very strict about any light shining out in that ocean. All of the cars on the beach must drive with parking lights only, or with the lens painted, except for a slit about half an inch long and half an inch wide. You have to watch out or you'll get bumped off, as the drivers can't see a thing. I'm sure glad Mom got the ration book, and I'm glad I don't have to worry about it. We are waiting for a clothes inspection now, so I'll tell you about last night. First, we got our pictures, and they are not so good. I'll send you one, but don't show it around. I'll keep trying until I get a decent one, and then I'll send some to the whole gang. After the pictures, we walked over to 11th and Meridian and past Fleming's Park. They were having a free show for the servicemen, so we went in and saw Diamond Jim Brady. It was old but good, and none of us had seen it before. We sat out in the open under the stars watching the picture. They have a bulletin board here selling all of the free entertainment for soldiers. They have a couple of things a week, so we're going to take advantage of some of them. It's a good thing, because most of us are down to our last six or seven dollars, and payday is pretty far off, I think. We have been here a week now, and our hotel bill would have been $455. $65 a day for this room during the winter season, and that is without food. It sure is marvelous how a soldier making $50 a month can spend $500 a week for board and meals, isn't it? How is the car running? Did Al ever get the motor for the heater, and did Dad put antifreeze in it yet? We just had mail call and I got my first letter from Dad. I guess I'll get yours tonight. He sounds sort of lonesome, so when you get a chance, you'll stop up to see him, won't you? Maybe you can help each other through this. He said that he and Aunt Liz were going to Larry and Marcy's for Thanksgiving. New hours started for us today. We got up at 5 a.m. and worked till 6 p.m., 13 hours a day. That means we can't go out many evenings anymore and not much time for letters again. As we were out on the beach this afternoon, a big Navy dirigible passed directly overhead and it was very low. Those things sure are big. We have a swell fellow who is in charge of the platoon I'm in. He said we all know all of our movements well enough to be two days ahead of ourselves. He never hollers or curses, and that is unusual in the army, and the fellows would do anything for him for that reason. I didn't get a letter from you today. I suppose it was because two of them came yesterday. I'll be waiting tomorrow, though. Sometime when you have the urge to send something, make it a box of candy, now that I have my fill of cashews for a while. Lights out. We are in bed. Your warm body is close to mine. Our lips meet in a prolonged kiss. Our bodies tingle. And... Good night, precious. Jimmy. P.S. Some of the movements we have learned. Attention. At ease. Rest. Parade rest. Right dress right. Left dress left. Left face. Right face. 
about face, forward march, left column march, right column march, and some others. Pretty good, eh? Jim. Saturday, 7 p.m., November 28, 1942. My Jimmy. Well, here is your little wife, sort of tired after a day of Christmas shopping in town. We're doing pretty good, honey. I think you remember that I got Mom and Dad table mats, Connie's stationery, and today I bought Aunt Liz a beautiful pin. I remembered she wanted one. David, I bought a toy to teach size and color, Patty a doll, Louie an air raid warden set, Donnie an album, and that's about all. Do you think Pop would like a subscription to the Reader's Digest? I had my picture taken today at Rembrandt's. I do hope they turn out all right. If it does, should I send a frame with it or not? I also had my picture taken in the 10 cent store. I'm sending all four for you to choose from and keep all if you wish. I think they ruin the ones they color, don't you? While in town, I bought you a kit for your shoe shining stuff. I put the saddle soap in with the other polish. I hope it fits the bill. If not, I'll try again later. Hi, darling. I love you. Yes, I do. Mom took Jimmy to the dentist again today. He had one pulled and Mom had three filled. Dad brought a fur coat home some time ago. It was put in the attic and forgotten about. Mom got it out the other day, moved the buttons, and wore it today. She walked into the bank and asked Dad if he liked it. He thought she bought it downtown and was plenty mad. He would not believe her when she told him he brought it home. He said it looked better than the day he bought it. Aunt Loretta called tonight. Laverne Sullivan was married this morning in Lincoln. Rather sudden, don't you think? His mother tried to stop them, but it didn't work. I'm so glad. She deserves one break in her life. She's coming back to work next Tuesday. I met Phyllis Jean Horn in town. She asked all about you and said hello. It's a good thing I've started my Christmas shopping, honey. Next Saturday, at exactly 12 noon, your big wife becomes a working girl. Helen and I went up to Jones's today and we're both hired. I work on Saturday from noon till 9.30 p.m. and every evening from 5 until 9.30 p.m. The last week before Christmas, I'm going to work all day. Helen is going to work on Saturday and all day the next week. We don't know our salary yet, but don't care much. It will give me something to do in the evening and that's what I want. I can quit any time if anything comes up. Need I say more? I better not. In the store, on the sixth floor, they have a gift canteen. Darling, there is everything up there a soldier, sailor, or marine could want. They have a pair of slippers made of lightweight leather, which fold up into a small kit. Could you use a pair? How about a few suggestions, honey? I'll buy the moon if you want it. Do you know why? Because I think you're the most wonderful man alive, and just think you're all mine. I went to Mass and Communion this morning, and asked our Lord to bring you back to me real soon. One week is gone, just two more, and the old basic training will be over. I don't suppose you'll mind, will you? I'm going up home for a while tomorrow afternoon. I know it's about time. Good night, Jimmy. Your Ginny. P.S. I love you, Jimmy, darling. Air Force Basic Training Center, Miami Beach Schools, Miami Beach, Florida. Tuesday, December 1st, 1942. My precious darling. Well, look at that dateline. It looks like Santa Claus is coming soon, doesn't it? They tell us that we should have all of our packages in the mail by December 5th, but by Christmas we will probably be out of here. 
so our Christmas presents will probably catch up with us in February. Last night, about seven o'clock, we had our fire drill, and we had to dash down six flights of stairs in the dark and then pull them up again. That's half the day's work in itself. I just got your airmail letter you wrote Friday afternoon. The one you sent by regular mail came yesterday afternoon, so you can draw your own conclusions. I'm sure glad you finally got some of my letters. I know how you must have felt. I'm afraid you got the wrong impression of my army life, or else I wrote all the first letters right after drilling. It's not really that bad. The only time you feel a little down is after a hard march and drill. So don't worry about me. I would rather be here than working at the Metropolitan, except that I can't come home to my angel at night. I like your idea of spending money, but I'm sorry I can't agree with you. You say I probably wouldn't need the $5 you sent, but there you are wrong, because I am rather low right now. I only bought pictures, went to a show, ate ice cream, paid for laundry, and went on the sightseeing tour, but all I have left is $4, so you can see how expensive things are here. But you shouldn't have sent your money, because I wanted you to spend that for yourself. Thanks a lot, though, darling, and we will celebrate with some ice cream tonight, just the two of us, won't we? We heard that we're going to get paid $10 tomorrow. I hope that is so, then I can get your present Sunday, and you will have it in a week or so. They told us that after this pay, we might not get paid again until December 31st, or even the end of January. That's a long time, isn't it? That wedding reception sounded swell. I'll bet your war widows had a good time talking about their men. I can't understand Dad having to buy a battery. You remember when the lights went low, I had Harlow check the battery, and he said it didn't even need recharging. But if he got one, it surely needed it, and I want you to promise me that by hook or crook you will find out how much it cost, and I'll send him a check. Please do that, because he is doing us a favor by taking care of it, and that's the least we can do, is to pay for repairs. After all, we will get the benefit of it when we get home. This morning we all almost overslept. We had the door closed to drown out the noise, and didn't hear them blow the whistle. Some guy came in and woke us all up, or we'd be on KP by this time. We got up at 5.05 a.m. and should have been up by 4.45 a.m. One of the fellows answered here for us at roll call, so they didn't miss us. After chow, we went to the Sheridan Theater and had the Articles of War read to us, and then saw the picture of what good boys don't do, bad ones do, and what we should do if we do it anyway, and what to do next. Complicated, isn't it? But I guess you get the idea. After that, the chaplain had a wonderful speech. We have a swell sergeant here that everybody likes, and two privates that no one likes. They are acting corporals. Everyone got together, and none of us speak to the two privates, and they have noticed, and they don't feel so good about it. Maybe that will change their behavior. The sarge just told us to go up to our room and shoe shine, shave, shower, and shit, and be back for chow. He said it so fast it was really funny. They don't make them any better than him. Well, for now, it's good night again, pet, and I'll see you in my dreams. Your own, Jimmy. Tuesday, 8 p.m., December 1st, 1942. Jimmy, darling. As you noticed, darling, I'm writing this letter to you in red ink. This, darling, is going to be my red letter to my soldier husband. You've been gone for me exactly 18 days. 18 mornings, moons, and nights. 18 days, darling, seems a lifetime. But it's only a drop in a bucket compared with the 18 months when we were together as man and wife. 
18 months when we were as happy as two people who were ever joined in wedlock could be. Sure, we had our little quarrels, but they only brought us closer together. It was you, Jimmy darling, who made our life together the most perfect time in our lives. It was your kindness, your sweetness, your understanding, darling, and I thank you from the bottom of my heart for being you, my Jimmy. You are mine, darling, all mine to have and hold and deeply love. You are mine to make a precious home for when you return to me. You are mine to help me raise our children to be fine young Americans just as you are, darling. I love you, Jimmy. Oh, if I could only tell you how much. But now, for a short time, darling, we must forget our private lives. For now, you are my brave soldier. My soldier, who is taking all he has to without a whimper. My soldier is going to do his duty to make his country free. The country where we will live in our own way with one another, just loving each other and being supremely happy. I know I'm no great composer, darling, but I had to write to you tonight and tell you what was in my heart. Good night, darling. Your loving wife, Ginny. Well, that last letter is really special to me. The red letter has always stood out as having such a different tone, and to me it reads just as a pure love letter, and I've always appreciated it. I'm excited to hear Jimmy's response to that letter, and I look forward to reading some more next week. I wanted to send a special thank you to my daughter, Maya, who helped me record the introduction today. So thank you, Maya. Take care of yourselves. I'm sending my love.